Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for mums passionate about making a difference in the world. Here you can hear more about building clarity, confidence and calm from the inside out so you can create a life and a business rooted in what you want to see more of in the world. I'm your host Debbie, a coach, business mentor and a working mum myself and I'm so delighted to be here with you. Hey, hey, hey! A very warm welcome to episode number 95 of the Balancing Act podcast. It is fabulous, as always, to be here with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you are a regular listener, you will appreciate that this is the next episode back after a a short break last week where following a technical glitch, I pulled out an oldie from a goodie from the archives. And so I really hope that you enjoyed listening to that. And coincidentally, the theme actually tied in quite well to what we will be talking about this week, which is how to find focused time to work on your startup. And this idea was prompted, one, by some discussions I've been having with clients and particularly in my group programme this week as well. And also me getting really into audiobooks again recently, like absolutely devouring them. You know, when you get on a roll with um, a series of books that you enjoy and um, yeah, it's such a pleasure and an indulgence just to to keep going with them and work your way through. I've been really enjoying that. One of my friends, um, the lovely Isabel from Joyous Journeys, who is also my book writing mentor, she recommended an author called Cal Newport to me. He has three books that I have now read, one called Digital Minimalism, one called um, Deep Work and one called A World Without Email. And I love them. Um, They all centre around quite a common theme, which I would say in a nutshell is about finding focus in a distracted world. I, I really love his writing style. I really love the mix that he has between relevant storytelling and then like practical, tangible tips on how to apply some of the ideas he shares in your day to day life. His style of writing has really given me um, some more ideas and inspiration for my own book, which will be hitting the shelves later this year. But one thing that really stuck out to me was from all three books, he shares numerous case studies about people who have been successful in using focused time to really um catapult their success, I would say. So, um, yeah, the, the, the focus work really underpins the success that they have had predominantly in their career, a, a range of careers, but predominantly in their careers and hence the, like, the fame or success that they have achieved from that. And it really struck me that all of the case studies, like all, not all, almost exclusively the case studies are for men or men, they're male, male characters. And I guess there may be some bias there because Cal himself is is male. But 
I really feel like there must be more to it than that. Um, like especially when it comes to us as as working mums and what we know about the mental load. And I would say also the tendency for, for females to be um have those more people pleasing style characteristics, find it more difficult to say no. All topics which we've covered here on the podcast before. So I'm really interested to delve into that a little bit more. I'm curious to know what your relationship with finding focused time to work is, whether that is on your startup or actually in your day to day job as well. But I would say these books have felt very timely. Um, It feels like a very relevant topic to cover now because putting effort into finding or cultivating focused time to work is something that I really struggled with at the start of my business. And I think that it is no coincidence that when I was just, you know, in the very, very early days of um, me starting this business, we were um, still in lockdown. I had just come out of the corporate world. My head was in quite a different place. Um, and yeah, it was something I really struggled with. I, It's something that I've had to put a lot of effort into harnessing, like in almost retraining myself to focus and equipping myself with the tools and techniques that I needed to allow that focus to be possible. And so these books were a really good prompt to reflect on that, which is why I'm sharing it here today. So what I have come to realise about my business is that it is at its best when I have a healthy mix of strategy for the long term and feel good factor for the short term. And that I give equal priority to each of those things. So I would say that that long term strategy piece is is slightly like a slightly more masculine style of of working and um, the feel good sort of intuitive using your intuition as a guide. That's um, more feminine in its energy style. And I don't mean either of those terms in a gendered sense. It's the, you know, the yin and the yang. So they they really come to complement each other well. And what I find was that in my experience of the the corporate world, I think that um that strategy um that strategizing was really overdeveloped and that's where a lot of that busy doing comes from. But the then I almost swung the other way and um, like I needed almost like I needed the other extreme to balance it out. And so I really went into that intuition where I just didn't want any guidance on what to do. I just wanted to like be in that moment and find what felt good right then and just do that and not worry about the bigger picture. And that didn't really work out so so well it just started after a while it felt messy and it felt complicated and so now being able to rein each of those back in and find that healthy um supportive like middle ground is where I have really landed on 
But I wanted to share a little bit more about this because I think that when you're starting out, it can be really, really tough to achieve that balance. And that is for some very, very good reasons that I wanted to share with you. So number one, I think when you're starting out, it's it can be really difficult to just to know what to focus on. So maybe like being focused isn't the problem itself. It's just knowing what to do because everything can feel or seem to be of equal importance. Like it can seem equally important to get your branding sorted, get your your logo together, get a website out there, um, decide on what what you're going to offer, how you're going to sell it and setting up your social media profile. It can like that can all seem it can seem like all of those things are on a level playing field. And all of that stuff is quite easy, like it's all quite time consuming and energy consuming and, and brain power consuming stuff that is easy to get engrossed in in a way that like feels useful because, you know, you're doing something, you're achieving something, you're coming up with a tangible outcome from it. But it also can feel mindless at the same time where you maybe aren't clear on the intent behind it or you haven't spent the time up front deciding what it is, like specifically what it is that you want to get out of it. And then how all of these things tie together. So I guess the end result is that you're you're keeping really busy, but you're not really sure why. You're not clear on why you're doing it all. So that's number one, simply knowing what to focus on. Then I would say the second challenge when you are starting out is that even when you know what to do, like just sticking to the plan can be really, really hard. Um, Like that, the, the sort of shiny object syndrome can kick in really very strongly and very regularly from my experience as well. So maybe you start working on something like you put some effort into your social media for a while and then you you switch over to your website and then you start working with with someone or you decide that you're going to offer somebody something for free and then you decide to sign a, design a lead magnet, but nothing really sticks. And even um, in the times that you're sitting down to physically work, like you get easily distracted and like, let's face it, there is no shortage of things to distract us. So, you know, maybe it's that the laundry needs done or the dishwasher needs emptied or you decide that actually you'd prefer to go out for a run or do some yoga or you check your phone and then suddenly 30 minutes have gone by or, you know, whatever. There's always something to that, like, unless we make a conscious effort to avoid, it's always just there and it's really, it's really easy. And then lastly, I would say that this is another big one. When you're starting out, especially if you are building a side hustle alongside your nine to five, you may not have freedom of choice in when you choose to work on your business. Um, And this can equally apply in 
a job, like an employed job as well. You know, you are expected to be at work at certain times of the day. And maybe you just know that you're not at your best at at those times. And so it means that you're tired, maybe you're hungry, maybe you haven't been able to get the fresh air that you wanted or the 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 socialising that you wanted to really help you be at your best. So I think from a combination of those three things, not knowing what to focus on, then not actually being able to focus on, and then not having the freedom of choice in the time when you work. All of those things can add up to mean that that feel good factor is distinctly lacking. So when the the overall framework, I guess, of a simple, clear strategy isn't there, it's almost inevitable then that the feel good factor is also distinctly lacking. And this is one of the reasons that I really like to break things down as much as possible when I, I work with clients, because I believe that if we can get the building blocks right and get the framework of that overall structure in place from the beginning, then there's more focus, clarity and simplicity later on in everything that follows. And yes, of course, things will change and evolve within that. But the overall goal is always there and always constant. The why is always the same. It's the what and the how that we can change up within that. So I would say that if you like if if you really relate to this, if you really relate to those challenges that I've spoken to, um, like I want you to hear that there's a very good reason underpinning it. Um, like it's not a coincidence that you feel this way. It's not any lacking or failure on your part. Far from it. It's it's almost like that's what happens unless we really put in some conscious um, effort to doing something about it. So I would say that there's two aspects here. There's there's that long term, like what is your long term goal in terms of what you want from your business and what sort of a lifestyle you wanted to support and how can you break that down into manageable chunks? And then secondly, there's the feel good factor, like what can you do to support yourself and help yourself to stick to it? Um, does that mean that you turn off your phone for an hour every evening while you focus on on what you want to do? Does it mean that you um, put more effort into scheduling things in your calendar rather than relying on a to-do list? Um, does it mean that you keep a time log and give yourself some accountability? Like there's lots of different options depending on what works for you. And Like I said in the beginning, I think that when we get this balance of strategy and the feel good factor right and allow them to really complement each other, that's when the focus naturally follows and there is ease and simplicity that comes from that. So I would love to know what you think. Um, Drop me a message on Debbie Leco. Let me know if this has resonated with you and um, what your key takeaway is. If you if you do want to know more as well, um, in case you missed it, I ran a free webinar this week 
that talks about the four steps to start and sustain the business you were made for. And um, it really links up that why, what and how um, in more detail. So if you would like to grab a copy of the um, replay of that, then again, drop me a message on Debbie Lee Co on Instagram and I shall pop you over the link. And with that, I shall look forward to speaking to you next week. Have a fabulous week ahead. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I'd be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can spread the word to all the moms out there who want to create impact and income through a business that they love. If you're ready to kickstart your own entrepreneurial journey, head over to debbielee.co.uk forward slash start to download your free resource guide now. That's debbielee.co.uk forward slash start.